Right, welcome to the latest uh, edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And around the table this evening, we have uh, myself, Barry, and we have Dan. How are you doing, Dan? I'm all right, thank you, Barry. Hello, Gareth. Hey, all right, Gareth. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, got a wristband on there. What's that? It's for the charity for Joseph's Goal. Oh, excellent. Collection for Paul Kendrick's little boy. Right. Uh, Where did you get that? I bought it off. Well, one of the people who were selling at the Wigan Athletic game. Right. Um, selling the wristband for a pound yeah. a piece towards the a deserving charity. Yeah. Sound very staged, that really, isn't it? Because I don't <laughs> want as well. So I knew where you got it from. Hi, <laughs> uh, right, Rob. You yeah, alright? Very good. Very good. Good, good. You got your wristband? I've not got it on, unfortunately. Right. Right. Yeah, we can get <laughs> Luckily enough, there's a big pile behind you. Yeah, there is, yeah, yeah. Talking to the man himself, we've got Paul here, alright, Paul? Good evening, fellas. Yeah, you had a, I understand you were uh, featured on Radio Manchester. Absolutely. You ever? Radio Manchester's own Paul Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity in our midst. Fantastic. Alright, Greg. Very well, thank you. Are you alright? Yeah, Another no, radio at all? No, 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 I'm not the same as Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Paul, how are you doing, Paul? Evening, Barry. Are you well? Yeah, I'm alright. Been I'm to work? Yeah, no wristband, so I'll be no seeing later on. All right. right, so, uh, first thing I'd like us to talk about uh, is what a performance Saturday was. Tinged slightly by a report in the Daily Mail, which sort of upset me a little bit. A great performance. Uh, I got them, well, somebody pointed out the mail online to me. Had a little look, and there was a photograph there of uh, the stand before Latix fans sat in it, and it was the overspill area, not not the stand where we were. And they said, "Great performance, what a pity nobody saw it." And I just thought it was disgraceful. So I checked the writer, and uh, lo and behold, there's a Spurs fan. So no bitterness, never mind. But what did you think, Dan? What do you think of the game? Really good again, same as last week, and um, yeah, I agree with Alan Shearer's summing up on match of the day where he chose to praise Wigan's positives rather than the negatives of Tottenham just because I'm sick of hearing people blathering on about the other teams being so bad when we beat them so that was that was refreshing to hear mm. any, any standout performances Gareth? I know, uh, I know before the game when, when the team was announced and uh, James McArthur was missing I thought wow no what's going what's to happen in the field old Ben Watson stepped in personally I thought he had a stormer uh, obviously scored the goal as well. What did you do? You think anybody stand out for you? It's difficult to say who really. They all Watson, Corney, Maloney. They all played well. The team, the team, the team played well. It was a fantastic team performance to go to top, mm. keep a clean sheet, and win. Mm-hmm. Dream, dream, dream. Back three, Rob. I know you're a defender. You like your defensive uh, qualities in the team. What did you think of the back well, three? Well, it's superb. I mean, if you look at how many crosses we dealt with, sat there, 38 crosses, I believe it was, if you look at the stats. Uh, tremendous. We, we didn't get much of the ball for 15 minutes, but we bossed it from then onwards. And the link-up play between Corner, DeSanto and Maloney is frightening. I think we're going we're gonna to score bagfuls this season, in my opinion, on yeah. that, definitely. Well, he's right though, isn't he, Paul? Because I think at our time we could have been three 0 up without any qualms. I mean, could you see that from the press box in your radio <laughs> position? <laughs> it could have been three, couldn't it? I mean, two great chances from Coney and Maloney, and you're thinking, is it going to be one of those days? I can't Tottenham going to come out in the second half and and really make us pay? But it was more of the same second half, wasn't it? Mm. And the goal when it came was deserved, and 
you're expecting Tottenham to then come for the last half an hour and really give it everything. But if anything, we look more dangerous on the break and more likely to score a second. It's a complete performance. Yeah, it was. And uh, also in the first half, I mean, I, I saw Watson's effort and I thought, oh, he's put that miles over. But when you see it again, it wasn't that far away. It was curling and dipping it. He yeah. was extremely unlucky with that. Yeah, he was. Well, the, the first two corners in Maloney really sort of put the foot through it, didn't he? Just tried to hit the target. But he was really going for that top corner, wasn't he? And he just set it out a little bit too far. But, you know, he's made up for it in the second half. Yeah, cracking, cracking finish. So, Greg, two goals in two weeks, both from corners. We can't score from corners, us, can we? We can't score from corners, and yet, two weeks on the top, we get a goal oh, from I, a corner. I said that. So, was it um, West Ham? Yeah, I said, we've never score from when we go for the corners, so we're not going to score from this. There's no point even bothering. Might as well take it short and work it in, and then <laughs> I was proved very much wrong one time. Mm. But no, it was, um, both goals were very well taken. <clears throat> you know, I know everyone can say, well, Watson's wasn't that fair, right? But you've got to be there to score, haven't you? And, um, no, I mean, the overall performance on Saturday was brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, Roberto summed it up after the game. It's easy to see these results where a low, your lower side beats the top side and just assume that it was smash and grab and defending for our lives, but it wasn't. You know, It was like we were at home, we cruised to victory, really. Like Paul said, should have had more. Yeah, we bossed the possessions too, didn't we, Paul? So. Well, like Grace was saying there about lower sides doing a smash and grab on, on the bigger sides, completely the opposite of the Bradford result where they did do the smash and grab. We camped in their own half for 120 minutes. You know, we've come up with two thoroughly professional performances in the league. Mm. Walking away looking pretty at the moment. Before the game, I mean, my big fear, I don't know if anybody else thought this, was Gareth Bale because he's been in good form. <laughs> and I know on, on the podcast we've, we've, we've probably been a little bit critical of Emerson Boyce and when you think Bale was up against Boyce, and he, I mean there's no two ways about it. Boyce's legs aren't what they used to be. So I was quite he's fearful. Misses, he misses, he's making up for it, isn't she? <laughs> you see the um, tweet she was putting, she was, she was saying something about Gareth Bale not being very prevalent on Match of the Day because he was busy being in there rub his back pocket. Well, yeah, I was just, <laughs> just going to say that. I mean, I mean sometimes uh, you don't, a player doesn't appear to, to do, you know, to, to have the speed, but in reality, they have got the legs, haven't they? And I, th- I thought, I, I must agree with her. Um, what did you think about Bale's <coughs> performance? Well, Bale's performance, I thought Boyce did a good job of keeping him out of the game. Now, as you said, we've been kind of calling Boyce a little bit on this podcast, but the last two games, I think he's been back on it again. Yeah. Nothing spectacular, but back to those solid performances of the end of last season. But sometimes, I mean, he, 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 I think... Although I, I personally have given him a little bit of stick, he, he sometimes it's been a bit unfair because he's been exposed in front of him. You know, there's no, he's not got the cover where he had, he had Moses there, and it, and it, it helps, doesn't it, having somebody in front of you? But uh, have you noticed anything, Gareth, in the way we're shaping up in the last couple of games, as uh, as why that's that's changed a little bit? I just see more of a more of a great determination and resolve, and I think that's Roberto Martin as his coaching. Gary Caldwell's leadership, we've got that mm. missing link, whatever it is that gives us that little bit extra, I think we've, we're achieving it now. Yeah, so, so that slow start at the start of the season, it's, it's banished now, hasn't it? It's been banished, well, hopefully, touch wood, yeah. and, and we're kicking on again. But that performance on Saturday was so reminiscent of, of, of the back end of last season, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it's a, we're a cohesive unit again, all of a sudden, everyone knows each other's jobs, not just their own. And I think, like I said, 
on my previous comments about the link-up play between the front three, it was awesome. And then the way we set up defensively, we kept just the way we kept our shape, we're keeping our shape a little bit better. And I think that's we're saying about why we've not looked as exposed this last couple of weeks. We've worked, obviously been working on our shape on the training ground. Mm. And that's paired off in the last two games. But more than we've been dominating with the ball rather than without the ball. And I think we've put other teams on the back foot again. Yeah, yeah. There was a thing in somewhere, Roberto, saying <laughs> that we wanted to win rather than we needed to win. And we've converted that mental sort of before last season when we needed to win we found that extra edge but when we didn't really need to win we didn't ever find that edge and now we seem to be finding that edge just for the hell of it mm-hmm. and that you know that's awesome mm. I was mentioning before maybe you could shed a bit of ice on this Paul about uh, James MacArthur because you know, obviously he didn't turn up but there's nothing in the papers or mentioned anywhere about his injury so it was a bit of a bit of a shock yeah you know? they kept it quiet he uh, was right at the end of the week he had um, a little altercation with Gary Caldwell a um, little challenge on the training ground that James came off the wrong side of <laughs> and uh, they kept it quiet in the team news but um, yeah he said um, he's pretty bruised thigh he, he, hoping to be okay for next Saturday but right. obviously when you've got someone like Ben Watson waiting to come in absolutely jumping at the bit that's what you want, isn't it? Comp- that's why you have competition yeah. in places. I think Lee's got a bit of an edit though, really, because how do you leave Ben Watson out? Yeah. But how do you not put James MacArthur back in? Well, I yeah. mean, it's a quandary, isn't it? I put that tweet out straight after the game. I said, you know, it's like it's always been in midfield too since he's changed the system, hasn't it? Mm. Two Jameses have probably been the best, two of the best, you know, players this season. But you know, you, you bring Ben Watson in. He's been waiting all season for his chance. He's taken it. Roberto's always said he lets football make the decision. So. Can he bring James back in? Or, you know, can he afford not to bring James back? Can he play a three-man in in the midfield? It's, uh, it's plenty to think about. Yeah, if he's bordering on fitness, he can certainly afford to give him another week, can he? If he needs to. Well, he's doing that with Antolinetti. He's giving him another six week because he doesn't know what to do. Though. I mean, how could you leave one of the back three out to bring him back in? He's, he's, I find that impossible because every week for me, Ramis is growing and yeah. growing and growing. How good is he going to get? Because he's, he's non-stop. He's just mm. improving all the time. Mm. Figueroa, I think he's playing the season, his best ever season with yeah. us. He's been absolutely amazing. Mm. And obviously, Caldwell's the leader, isn't he? Yeah. So, how would you bring Alcaraz back into that team? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of, you know, those three cemented the positions. You could say, possibly move Figueroa to left wing back, but you can't drop Bolsejo because <laughs> the crosses from the left are pivotal to the way they play. So, it's... Yeah. It's a great selection headache for Roberto to have. Well, if you look at the if you look at the squad strength at the point where the two Jameses came good, you had um, you had Momo Diarmi pushing them as well as Ben Watson, and prior to that, you sort of you know you would have McCarthy Diarmi as your as your main midfielders with backup that you weren't quite as confident about. Whereas now you look at the you look at the backup on the bench and you're never a bit as confident mm. as you are with the first eleven, and, and you know it's just the whole strength of the squad's just stepped up a couple of mm. notches on the quiet. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Jordy's not been everyone's favourite player since he's been here, but when he came on on Saturday, what a role he played in keeping the ball, drawing the foul, taking the sting out the Tottenham attack. So 
you know, there's another one there that can, you know, desperate to come in and make an appearance. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, I think he's played well for the first team this season. There's no question about it. But like I say he did, he did a great role. You knew what Roberto was doing when he brought him on. You know, he was slowing the game down and exactly what was coming. And for me, it was the performance of the season so far, without any shadow of a doubt. And we could have walked to a three, four nil win, and there would have been no complaints. Mm. Greg, what do you think? Performance of the season. Well, I'm so exaggerating. So far, yeah, but you know, we've, obviously we've got a few more to come. You know. Well, 25 percent of the season's gone, so we've, uh, you know, we're, we're well on our march. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't be a you know a rushed job at the end of the year. This yeah. Year. Well, I'm I, sick of those. <laughs> yeah. I I was just looking at um, how we compare to last year, and we're currently six points and seven places better off. Than we were this time last season. I was just saying to Paul, man, how many points? I've not checked how many points we were on at Christmas last year, and you seem to think was it 15, 16? It was around that mark, yeah. So, you know, we're win, yeah. you know, winning a draw away from that now, and we're at the start of yeah. November, and we've got, you know, I, don't get me wrong, West Brom at home this week is going to be very hard because of the, the probably the, one of the form sides of the league so far, fifth in the league now, and getting better every game. But there's a couple of games coming up where you think, you know, we could get a few points, and if we're in a comfortable position by Christmas, it gives you that great positive mentality mm. going into New Year mm. as opposed to the one that we had last year it was just fear. Well the number of points we've got now, by the time we got on last season the decorations were up. Yeah. You know, and you've got another month to go yeah. at before you even start to get in towards Christmas. Yeah. I, I think we're in for our best season. Yeah, at least yeah. I think I, I think come after Christmas we won't be looking back, it's gonna be looking up. Uh, the only thing with after Christmas though we're gonna lose Corny, aren't we? And I think he's he's yeah. he's all round play. It's not just I mean he scored three goals but of De Santos, two goals he's laid in, two one, aren't they? You know, I think his all round play is so vital and so on. But he's a class player, mm. and uh, we robbed him. We robbed him, in my opinion, mm. and he's brilliant. Uh, so we're going to definitely be missing him. But then you've not seen me each year, have you? He's, a, he's an handful that yeah. chance for Bisselli, maybe, as well. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. forgotten man. The forgotten man, yeah. Did we take a great chance last Tuesday? No, well, that, yeah, that has to be said. Um, but we're only saying that we're only going to be missing him for a month. Hopefully, that will be just said we'll be safe by by January. <laughs> <laughs> well, we play Southampton on my birthday, which is beginning of Feb. So yeah. by then, I think yeah. we'll know if we're in for a relegation struggle or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing sorted yet. You know, no. eleven points is eleven points. You know, we could. <laughs> yeah. Being an athletic, and you know, anything could happen. So. Let's see where West Brom and Gregor. And you was just saying there about the, how you know early season form's been really good, but there's always a team that tumbles down that table. Well, West know, every year. West Brom's form's been built on a home record. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, their away record's not so clever. They weren't that impressive against Southampton, were they, on Monday? I think they've got a good side. I, do. I yeah. think they know how to play football. I think they've got. I think they're very much like us in, in, the, in the right areas. You know, look up front for us. You know, Coney, Maloney, and DeSanto know where every other single one of the you know the others are at every single moment of the game. You know, they don't have to look to them to pass them, and that's what I've been seeing from West Brom when I've seen uh, them. Louis Brunton. Yeah, uh, and uh, Odd Wingy as well. Yeah. You know, they know what, James you know, Morrison. Yeah. And you saw it with Odd Wingy's goal the other day. You know, the ball came out to him. The guy, the guy passed it to him. Didn't even look. He you know, knew he was there. Put it yeah. in the right place. So it's those partnerships. You don't have to be the world's best players as long as you can link up with the other players around you. I think mm. that's what pushes you up the league. With mm. Adam Wingy, I think you can put the ball anywhere and he'll get it. He's yeah. so fast, isn't he? He's, uh, he's caused us many problems. It's going to be. Past, it's it's going to be really tough. And I think if I think if we're going into the game and thinking just because we played well last two games, it's going to be. A, I they're all over. I think we could be a bit of a shot. Yeah, but our supporters are. That's not yeah. the players. The players, yeah. the players, and the manager yeah. are like that. You know, yeah. I know what I know what those fans are like, and I just don't want to get too ahead of myself. You know, thankfully we've not got the, the manager who does that. Though. 
No. He's a very wise old man, Greg, isn't he? He's not getting carried away. <laughs> <laughs> He's been here before. Yeah. Well, I mean, we might as well talk about West Brom while we started it. Um, I mean, our, our overall record against the Baggies isn't too bad. We've won seven, draw, uh, lost six, and drawn four in, in our times playing against the, the uh, 17 games we've played. As a Premier League club, it's it's 4 2 2. So four wins, two draws, and two defeats. The, the game that I always seem to remember um, against them was uh, when we when was the first season when we was in the Championship or League was it League One then? Did they used to call? I don't know. It's changed its name so many times, isn't it? Uh, we'd, all, we'd previously beat them down here at the uh, JJB as it was then one 0 Jeff Horsfield scored for us. Then we went there, and it was an evening game. Uh, we were pushing for playoffs. They were pushing for automatic promotion. Uh, and Andy Little put us in front and we was 1-0 up, 75 minutes gone. So yeah, so Fylan, uh, uh giveaway penalty ended up getting sent off, Lee Hughes put the ball in the net, and then they scored with the last kick, they went on to get promotion, and we ended up missing the playoffs. Um, so, so that game really does stand out for me. And in the team that night, we'd sold them, Jeff Horsfield, mm. um, who'd had a great first half of the season with us. But also Jason Kumas was in the side that year. We ended up buying the season after or the season after that, often for five million, if we remember right. Well, yeah. yeah. Ooh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so West Brom, Sam. Well, I haven't seen a lot of West Brom so far this season. But looking at the confidence that we've got at the moment, I think we could beat anybody at this moment in time. We've had a little bit of luck, I think, just to temper things. We've had a little bit of luck with some of the refereeing decisions. And a bit of, as they say in the media, the rub of the green. That's got to be said, just so we don't jinx it. But I think we're going to go out there and win. Win, win well, or just a win? Just a win. <laughs> so you, you know, yeah, just yeah. a win. Not, a... not by a wide margin. No, but you know. Yeah. Well, we've not, we've not. Look, I mean, we've looked like we're going to have a teams this season, but our, our victories have come like by the odd goal, haven't they? Yeah. 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 You know, well, I mean, West Ham could have been. Could have been a lot more than two, couldn't it? And we ended up just winning by the odd goal. Yeah, Gareth, what do you see? How do you see it? As Paul said, uh, West uh, Brom's form away from home is, is not great. You know, uh, not won any. Hopefully, we'll win. Right, we'll win. We've got we're talking about good players before. Um, we're all talking about attackers. I'd like to mention the two goalkeepers, Ali Alabze and Ben Foster. For me, are two superb goalkeepers. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and you called it right last week as well, weren't you? You were the only person who said we was going to win. I was going to mention that. I Top of my list of notes. Here, he says only optimistic Gareth but I mean you thought it was a different team and it was based on the West Ham game wasn't it that you, 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 oh, oh based on a run of games and now we've been playing as I said at the time um, yeah. Spurs is form have been terrific hadn't he won five out of the last six yeah. so I buy odds they were due a defeat yeah you know, yeah, and so it happened. Yeah, and they don't like AVV, do they? They give him some stake, them fans. No, no. He's known as DVD, isn't he? Don't you say? Because he apparently turns up with loads of DVDs and gives them to play. Is it? Well, like Thelma yeah. and Louise and things <laughs> like that. The dream team. 
More than likely on opposition, I'd said Barrett. Oh, right. At least it's not Avron Grant, I don't know what DVDs he turned with, allegedly. Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell. Oh, I love Edit that. Where were we, AVB? AVB. Yeah. yeah. You've been a bloody lawsuit on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all said in jest. <laughs> That's not going to help you. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, so it turns up with DVDs. Mm. Right. A, a plenty. And so. he just puts them on and they have a have a, yeah. a, have and a they all call him DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. It was, what, what Spurs, some Spurs player put it up on um, something on Twitter the other day. And what was it? I think it was Monday. He says, so I don't worry. Kyle uh, Walker, it was. Yeah. No, was it? I thought it was yeah. one of the final lads. Kyle Walker. What, saying something about Monday. Even we'll the next three games, this is the No, 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 I'm on a best first. Oh, no, no, oh we'll come back to that. I yeah. remember yeah. that one. <laughs> it's about ABB. They put something like, oh, just, just smile even though it's Monday, even if you hate your boss. And I don't know whether he meant that directly, I think. Right. At uh, ABB, but he got a lot of retweets from Oh, yeah, it was yeah, Carl Walker. I thought, I thought it was a yeah. I thought it was like, um, I don't know who it was. He was probably expecting Skyfall bootlegs, not opposition. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did he say before last year's game then? Yeah, he said he was looking at the next three games and he said, um, We can win them all, and no disrespect to Wigan, but this is by far the easiest, so right. come on, you Spurs or something, which obviously that. Yeah. It's a bit of a rally call. Yeah. Who, who did they have coming after us? Uh, who they got there? Tottenham. No, it's Southampton. I've just played Chelsea. So they've got, got City. They've got City. City. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that Walker got substituted in the second half as Tottenham were going for the game, so yeah. he obviously wasn't having a star. Like. Did they boo him going off, or was that? It was Defoe who got booed because well, the, the fact that the fans yeah. wanted yeah. him to play three up front. It's not that still quite attacking with. Yeah. Mm. Somebody came up with some stats this week though saying Defoe made something like four or five completed passes while he was on in an hour. Yeah. It was completely yeah. anonymous. Yeah. Well, he said that uh, after the game, didn't he? Uh, mm. He said, I had a choice of taking Dempsey off of Defoe and uh, Defoe was, wasn't playing well, so yeah. that's why he came off. Which is fair enough, he's oh, a yeah. manager, isn't he? Mm. Having said that, he's a finisher, isn't he? And you've got, yeah. to, you've got to supply him, so it's. Yeah. He scored a few guesses a couple of years yeah. ago as well. <laughs> yeah, so uh, quite really. Yeah, he's got a bit of a record. Yeah. yeah, I was disappointed in Sigurdsson uh, if we, while we were going back to the Spurs okay. game. Yeah, because I I rated him last year when he played against oh. us for Swansea, magnificent player. Mm, but he, he was very quiet. Very quiet. Is that credit to McCarthy and Watson? Absolutely. For, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, what did you think? Uh, what do you think of Saturday coming up? Tough game. Um, I think it's already been said. West Brom. I think the form's been built on their own form. They've actually played six at home out of the ten Premier League games so far this season. So I think that's that's why they're probably in a bit of a false position. If you look at their away record, drawn two, lost two. It's not great, is it? No. Uh, We're it in form. I I think as good as we was back end of last season. Dare I say it? Uh, I think we'll win. It's going to be an hard game to probably sneak it to you on hard guffer, to be honest. Yeah. To you on, yeah. I'll take that. Shane Long's the standout man for me, though. He's not got a mention yet, but no. I think he's got the, the goal scoring touch along with Odden Wing. Has he been playing long? Yeah, he's uh, he's been playing, yeah. He's been playing a few years, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. I think he's scored five goals this season. Yeah, he's the right. top scorer yeah. so far. So he must have been playing then, yeah. yeah. 
Paul, as you see Saturday going? Well, Roberto made a good point this week, and uh, I'm sure you've all read this week's Wigan Observer and digested yeah. the uh, the implications of it. He said that West Brom, one of these teams that they, they don't have a big reputation, but they've been together for, for a number of years, very difficult to beat. And even last year when they came here, and Wigan absolutely battered them, if you remember. Yeah. Um, one of the most one-sided performances, and we still couldn't put them away. No. We still couldn't beat them. So just because we're in form... They're not, you know, they're not just going to turn up and roll over. They're a dogged team, and mm-hmm. it, it is going to be as tough a game as the Tottenham game. It was one apiece, wasn't it? And her shiner popped it in, yeah. yeah. But how many chances did, yeah. did we get? Yeah. They just yeah. couldn't. Well, that couldn't was, put them away, that was the first game where they really looked the business. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. It's the first meet and greet that as well. It wasn't was, it? yeah. yeah. Because West Brom at home, then Liverpool away, away, yeah. and then the mm. season just flew after that. It was yeah. an awesome performance at West Brom yeah. last mm. season. Uh, and we, and we beat him away, didn't we? 2 1. I went that. I don't remember much of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good away, West Brom. Yeah, it's always good, West Brom. Yeah. <laughs> did you see it going great Saturday? I, I said before, you know, I, I th- think, you know, there's, there's danger looking at West Brom thinking they're not one of the big teams, so if we can we play well, we can win, they're going to be tough. But, you know, I think with us being in form, you know, they should certainly not underestimate us neither. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, two sides who can play football quite well. Um, yeah, it says a draw. And I'd, I'd be happy with that. But I think, you know, if we, if we can push a little bit, I think we can definitely get the win. Mm-hmm. Paul? Yeah, I think, I think like, like the guys have said, they don't travel that well. And we're in a bit of form. We're going into games now knowing that no matter who the opposition is, if our lads it form, we can give anybody a good game. And, and I think we'll, you know, so long as we do that, I'll be happy. I, I it's one of the most optimistic games I've been looking forward to for a while. Yeah. That's based on our form. Mm. Right, Not well, the opposition. I, I'm, I, I'm with you, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, it should be a good game of football, two mm. footballing teams. Mm. Um, I don't think they're, they're as good defensively as, as we are. Uh, I can see us. Well, I'm going for a 2-0 one to the Latics. Mm. We only said we're not going to win that. <laughs> so you're the only one who said, yeah, so, yeah. I also said 2-0. 2-0, mm, yes. Yeah. I think uh, the way the Vards have played, like, like has been said before, the front three are combining very well with Colm providing, well, he's fantastic, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. I hope Colm gets a goal. Personally, I, he, he's so much better than what I'd imagined. It, does anybody else feel that way about him? Um, I mean, I'd seen a little bit of him last season, but not, a, not so much, and I'd heard lots of good reviews about him. But then we signed him for, like, next to nothing, really, don't we, for the, as, as the strikers go. Yeah. So, and his first touch in the first game, when he, when he first played, it hit his shin and went about five or six yards away, didn't it? And you just thought, oh. But after that, everything's just been amazing. Well, the, the simple acid test is you've basically got the same team, and you've swapped Victor Moses for uh, Aruna Corner. Does Aruna Kone contribute as much as Victor Moses used to do? A lot more. So there's a me. big yeah. argument that he contribute overall. He contributes a lot more. Yeah, definitely. Simple job done. So are we, are we all looking forward to Saturday. Definitely. We don't sound like we're buzzing. What's going on? Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. The trains. The only problem I see now is we've got Saturday, and then what's going to happen the following week? International. Internationals. Oh God, yeah. I mean, some good news today. Um, Scotland's announced the squad, there's only Maloney being called up, so Caldwell's not going and MacArthur's not going, so that's a good thing. But obviously Franco's going off to uh, sunny Riyadh, isn't he? Saudi Arabia with the Argentinian team. Is he, is he reacting to that, Paul? He must be over the moon. Well, funnily enough, I, I went to the training ground yesterday, 
Hiya Frank, have you got two minutes yet? No problem. Argentina, stop me. No questions about Argentina, thank you. So, oh. he doesn't, the way I took it, because he, he answered everything else, he doesn't want to big himself up, he doesn't want to put too much pressure, he just wants to go, keep a low profile, Get know, the show his face, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to score three goals, I'm just going to, you know, mm. show yeah. my face. And so, you know, we don't want him to score three grinding. goals because uh, <laughs> then somebody will pinch him off us. Yeah. But every time I see, are you saying that? But every time I see Franco play for Wigan, he's got a smile on his face. He can say, I mean, I don't know him, I've, I've never spoke to him, but I'd say he loves it. He loves being at the Latics. And he plays with that sort of art well, on his sleeve. You've had the exact same comment coming out of Ali today, haven't you? Or yesterday yeah. with the approaching yeah. Liverpool. I love it here. I'm not, why would I go anywhere else? Yeah. Is that not just a bit of stirring in the press, though? Well, it's Liverpool stirring. Yeah, we play them next week, don't we? Mm. So, uh, it's a similar sort of thing happened with United last last season, didn't it? And there was linking players with, with them. Carthy was one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, just just mind games again. Yeah. yeah. With Santo, I don't think I've seen a player like him at Wigan for a very long time. He's come on as much as he has since he moved to Wigan. You know, when he first came, you know, he didn't. You know, he had to really push his way into the squad. I think he he didn't look as in, certainly not as interested as he does now. He was just. You know, I think he was a bit confused. I mean, Martinez said last week, it's the first real challenge he's had. You know, obviously he came over. It was Uruguay who played originally. Was it? He didn't play. Chile, Chile, Chile yeah, was it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, come over, went to Chelsea, got the number nine shirt. Didn't, and then he knew that whatever he did, it would always be the same at the weekend. He was never going to play Premiership football, but he got to start in the Carling Cup FA Cup. Whether he played brilliantly in training or terribly, he was going to get that. He goes to Blackburn. He plays for the first twenty games don't play for the next 20. So he's getting mixed signals at Wigan now, he's got to be busting a gut day in, day out of training and it's made him such a better player for it. Oh, he's leaps and bounds has come on, I'd say, yeah. three, four times a player yeah. when he first joined yeah. us. But it's confidence, like you're saying, it's that confidence that's, that's coming out of yeah, him. Like you, you said he's a smile on his face now, yeah. he loves his football. Yeah. You know, he's, the, he's one of the first names on the team sheet for me. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried uh, that he's going to find himself in the Argentine squad on a regular basis uh, due to the fact is different to every other striker they've got. If you look at everyone else they've got, like Aguero, Tevez, Higuain, Di Maria, them sort of players, they've no one who can hold it. Mm. And that's what he does so well, Franco, hold it, get to pop it off. You know, they've no one else like that. So I think that's why they're obviously running the reel over him. Yeah, so he gives them a different option. I hope he has a stinker, yeah, yeah. And, then does, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it, doesn't get another weekend because we know what it's like with our players going off. But it's a nice game for him to be involved in, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. a, it, it, it's not that it's not going to be that competitive in no. Saudi Arabia. It's yeah. not going to be that high profile. Uh, back, I mean, if you're playing Chile or Brazil or something, it would be such a big thing made of it. Yeah. So it's a nice Hopefully, you'll only get forty-five minutes. Well, it? yeah, if he gets that. Mm. My mate at work is a Liverpool fan, and obviously we play Liverpool. Don't we? And he was telling me, he's been telling me over the past few days how worried he is because how good we're going to play, you know. And when fans of other teams are saying to you how good we're going to play, it makes me realise, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. They are playing well. When Liverpool fans are telling you how good and how worried they are, and he thinks we'll get a draw there. So are you saying all that with a smile on your face as well? Well, so I can tell you genuine about it, yeah. Because because of the way that it's gone, we'll forget the Bradford game. Yeah. The two wins against West Ham and the way at Spurs. Well, you know, you can't be happy with that. Then no. What can you be happy? With? I think we we should have one eye on Liverpool's game on Saturday as well because is it Saturday play or Sunday this week? 
be Sunday because they're in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, yeah. yeah. Well, we should have one eye on that game because Luis Suarez is on four bookings. He is. If he picks one up, he's out of our game. And then who they play up front against us, I'll never know because they're absolutely awful, aren't they? Oh, yeah. If you take Suarez out of that Liverpool team, yeah, they were awful. They were awful around him. Around him, he was just running. I mean, it took a lot, but I actually felt sorry for Suarez. The amount of running he did. <laughs> Can you say that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go that far. On a football <laughs> basis, <laughs> he was running around. He was crossing it into the box. He was, you know, he was even staying on his feet at some point <laughs> to get the ball into the box. <laughs> and then you'd have players like Shelvet and Gerrard. Skying it over, not even controlling it. You know, there's, 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 I don't think they've got a player in there half as good as it. Yeah, Greg was just saying quite rightly that uh, Diarmi gave us his shirt after the game for uh, to auction off for Joseph's goal. So I know he took a lot of a stick from Wigan fans a couple of years ago. Not not just Wigan fans, but Wiganers for the comments that he's alleged to have made in the media. But um, I know people at the club were sort of not happy about the way it was portrayed because. They knew, you know, first hand what a what a nice bloke he was, mm-hmm. and you know, I just like to on record say that, you know, that was my experience at the weekend. What a lovely bloke came out. There's the shirt. Can I sign it? Can I take a wristband? Mm. Thanks, you know. So, yeah. you know, it's nice when you see the other side. Footballers get a bad press, but you know, it's nice to see the other side and see that they're not all no. <laughs> the bad lads. That I you think we were that. That I mean, that is fantastic that they did that. It's a great gesture. But I think I remember that when when he was in the paper. I think we. As a club, or as, as a town, we even turned it around to our advantage, didn't we? I mean, yeah. he was saying, you know, he obviously had said something, but it was twisted that yeah. much, and but it was nice to see skulls getting in the paper or something <laughs> other than a murder or uh, a mugging, you know. And this is from a skulls lab, you know. I grew <laughs> up there. But it was once, you know, this you could picture skulls precinct, and and there was a crime scene there, you know, and it was brilliant. Uh, and I've I've met one or two girls from schools in my time. Uh, it's a lovely place. <laughs> and he could do a lot worse. <laughs> he could. He could. I thought the author was funny when he well, said it. Was, it was blowout. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? He yeah. said something like, "Oh, it's a bit warmer on the equator than it is in Wigan." Well, he uh, said the, state- the word he said was null, which the sun attributed to say shit. Sorry if I'm not right. You say shit. If but, you want to say shit, you say shit. But it's not necessarily what it means in French. It's got about three or four different meanings in French. Yeah. He meant it as boring and it's not as much to do as where he's come from, yeah, which. Yeah. When he come from, <laughs> you know, the Spanish club we came from, you know, he's, he's well, not going to be the same. Volcano's based in Madrid, aren't yeah, it? So yeah. it's just a buzzing city. Mm. Yeah. No, what? Wigan's not the same as Madrid. Fancy that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's life this week on Twitter, Dan? Has anything been happening or.? I haven't been on it much. Have actually, you not? No, no I've, I've heard a good article today actually from a, a lad from Liverpool or a, a Liverpool supporter, and I've uh, republished it on Vital because he, he gave me permission to do it. It was a cracking article talking about supporting the, the underdogs. I know you saw it too, you think? It's yeah. a great piece, mm-hmm. yeah. a really good piece. He's been in contact with us at the paper yeah. as well. He's emailed uh, me and I put him in touch with Paul. I think he wants to get it published in our paper. And right. It's nice to see that an outsider's got that view, you know, that, just, you know. The underdog. Why can't we just revel in how great they are instead of knocking them? Yeah, Mark Jones, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, I think he's London best. Uh, I don't know who he actually works with, to be honest with you, but yeah, you know, just cracking read. Yeah, it was. It was brilliant. It was nice to see that that different angle for a change. Whether you because you get sometimes you get sick of reading like oh your times don't get out, don't come back, and all the rest of it. But this was a na- really nice article, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a big time where we show a bit of respect, though. It's, it's our eighth season. It's not like it's our second season, is it? No. And we beat, we beat everyone in Premier League. It's a big time mm. people stop knocking us. Well, how many clubs have been in, have, have 
since our first since 2005, how many clubs have, have been in for that period alongside us? Probably like 15. There's seven, isn't there? Is it mm. seven clubs? You've got Big Four, Villa. Yeah, you oh, you mean oh, East Stair, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Big Four, Fulham, Villa and City, I think it is. Cudbury, yeah. Everybody else. Yeah. Everton. Everton, of course. Oh, were they in the Big Four? No. I, meant, <laughs> I actually meant Liverpool in the Big Four as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dated about six years <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so more than uh, seven, about okay. nine, isn't it? Nine and ten. Yeah. Possibly well, not, not, not the twenty years he's going back, putting Everton yeah. in there. <laughs> I think oh. a lot of fans of other clubs, as we've sort of mentioned around the table here, are looking at Wigan now as an established Premier League club, mm. and, and and that's testament to to, to world, you know, to well, what we've become. Well, yeah. the win season, one of the level points for Liverpool. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And we've had a bad run. And Liverpool playing well for them. <laughs> yeah. But I think also we're a model for other clubs, aren't we? They look at us as, 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 a, as a model. I saw QPR, some stuff by them, the supporters saying, you know, Wigan's a team that we should be looking to emulate, you know. It's an interesting thing about QPR. I watched the last game on Sunday, and the quality that they've got on the bench, they paid all that money for them players, for those players, and they're not playing in the first team. <laughs> Great, isn't it? I love it. Two rubbish teams. What a rubbish manager, Mark Hughes. Yeah, awful. They've got to change something. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going down. He's rubbish. He's awful. Can't perform like that. Awful manager. I'd hate him to come here. I really would. Yeah. He always reminds me of an Undertaker. You know that solemn face, stubbed, uh, grim. When he used to be at Blackburn, he used to wear a big overcoat. Didn't he? Do you remember that? He used to stand on the like side. Can I mention another interesting piece in tonight's evening? You certainly can. About Lee Nichols and how well he's doing at Northampton. Yeah. Um, apparently he's now staying on one till the end of the season with a 24-hour recall. Yeah. And he's doing very well there. And they love him too, don't they? Love Absolutely. Him. I've got a very good mate who's a Northampton fan and he's saying he's the best goalkeeper they've had during his, his lifetime. So you can't, can't argue with that. He's a twenty-year-old. Yeah, you can't argue with that on a twenty-four-hour recall if you need him as well. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's up. Plus, they've got a good boss there, aren't they? Eddie Booth, right? Yeah. Mm. He's a good, good yeah. coach, so he'll, he'll, he should come on. They've got a couple of other good keepers, haven't they? Down there. Um, I'm not. It's only what I've read. It's only what I've read. I mean, I know. The main keeper got injured, didn't he? But and that's. I know he, he wasn't going to be first choice at first, and he quickly yeah. got in the team. So yeah. yeah it's something to play, yeah. Six clean sheets in 13, is it? No, he kept, I know he kept eight, seven and six before right. last couple of weekends, and I didn't see he's lost two. Right. two well, it's so. something like in that division because I think you, you get a lot of goals in those games because the defence is obviously yeah. as quick as the arrow in the high <laughs> division, so to keep a clean sheet, he must be pulling off some decent performances. He yeah. even kept out the mighty Port Vale last weekend. He did indeed, yeah. <laughs> We've got a colleague at work who's a massive Port Vale fan who's on top of the world at the minute because they're riding so high and they managed to, you know, couldn't get past Lee Nichols when they played. Right, so just before we go, uh, I think Greg wants to mention something about about the wristbands on Saturday. Yes, that's right, yeah, we'll, um, me and Paul will be out uh, around the ground, specifically in the south-east corner of the ground, selling the wristbands on the bridge there. Uh, we were there for the West Ham game and the response was amazing, wasn't amazing, it, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Raised hundreds and hundreds of pounds, sold hundreds of wristbands, and I see a few around the... Uh, the Around the, the desk now, it's um, yeah. So we'll be there from about one to one thirty on Saturday if you want to hit down. What if the people miss you? Is anywhere else? Yeah, they can get to the club shop as well. Yeah, and I believe someone's doing a sponsored walk as well from from the Lassitz Club shop in town down to the ground, and he'll have a few wristbands That's with right. him. He'll have wristbands in a bucket, so yeah. if you see him, 
throw some money into his bucket. Right. And is there anywhere else they can people can donate to the course? It's yeah, a really good uh, course. Yeah, if they go on to, if they follow at Joseph's Goal on Twitter or there's uh, the website josephsgold.org, there's details of how you can get through to the donation page. Um, anything you can will be greatly appreciated. Fantastic. And I underst- also understand there's a ghost on coming up uh, to support it, but that's in the new year sometime, so we'll we'll breach that one when we get a little bit closer to it. That's cool. Even in the next few days as well. Ooh, looking forward to that. Right, anyway, thank you very much. Uh, good podcast again. So it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>